Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Devin. And today, we're going to be reviewing episode three of Obi-Wan Kenobi that is now streaming on Disney+. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics. Again, that is Optics with an X. Or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, how are you doing today, man? How you been? Hello there. Hello there. I guess we're back on the Wednesday schedule. Thanks, Disney. Dude, I know. It's it's crazy. Like, I just, I don't really know what to do about it. It's like, we kind of just have to. <laughs> We're already halfway done. It's crazy. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. I, especially, I mean, I, I really hope that, like, when it comes to Disney, you know, they have a lot of these six arc episodes. I really hope that isn't the norm for a lot of things because it's like, for the longest time, you know, Netflix came in with this binging model and a lot of viewers got used to having, you know, all episodes at once. And now that a lot of um, streaming services are actually moving back to week to week because it does make more sense that way. And once the season finale is out, you know, people can go back and binge to their heart's content. But I really hope it, it is. Kind, it feels kind of weird. We're already halfway done. I do agree. Uh, I feel like we honestly should be almost done with this. If this was, um dropped on may 4th but that's just me <laughs> for sure but uh you've been you've been doing good you've been watching some uh c- catching up on the boys getting ready for season three that that premieres insane yeah can't, yeah can't say anything else but just know it's crazy yeah yeah the boys season three uh whew, man it is uh it's some crazy stuff but definitely you can uh listen to our first thoughts or actually just our initial thoughts we'll be able to drop on twitter i believe tomorrow i believe I, I believe the embargo for initial reactions or the social embargo is up tomorrow so we'll definitely have that out uh there for sure but as i mentioned before we are here today to review episode three aka part three of obi-wan kenobi so Devin, are you ready to get into this review i feel like we just got to dive on in it's not a super long uh, episode and therefore our episode covering this won't be as long either but this it's a lot of good juicy details in this one for sure but Devin, are you our lord and savior has arrived <laughs> the dark lord <laughs> he's coming <laughs> yes our our uh, our dark lord and savior has definitely arrived so we'll be right back after this introduction to obi-wan kenobi episode three it's been 10 years. The fight is done. We lost. Leave us alone, Ben. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. It's my responsibility. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. I've loved you always. There's a thing that swallows you. It holds you together while it's tearing you apart. 
And we are back with our episode three review of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Again, the director of this entire series is Deborah Chow and stars Hayden Christensen, Rupert Friend, and Ewan McGregor, just to name a few. And for the synopsis, I'll read it one last time. Since this is the third episode, I'm not sure if everyone's, you know, caught up the snuff, but the synopsis is as follows. Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi watches over young Luke Skywalker and evades the Empire's elite Jedi hunters during his exile on the desert planet of Tatooine. There's also the synopsis for the episode, which is Obi-Wan searches for allies as he attracts the attention of the Empire, threatening the locals. Is that on IMDb? Yeah. Okay, because I, I thought you pulled it from Disney Plus. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Disney Plus, that sentence is like five words long. <laughs> For what I can remember. But yes, again, you know, we're here talking about some Obi-Wan Kenobi episode three, uh, also known as part three, since I guess that is just the name of the episode. So really quick, we're going to go through our initial reactions. We'll get into a little bit of spoilers and Easter eggs. Get into our final thoughts about this episode and close out with our ratings. So I'm actually going to pass it over to Devin um, so he can give his initial reactions to episode three of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Overall, just a great episode. Really just kind of squashed all the fears I had from the first two episodes about the Inquisitors kind of doing too much. And then, like I said, our Lord and Savior has arrived and he came sooner than I think anyone expected, really. He's, he's here and ready to go. Like episode three, he's taking over the, the show which is exactly what I wanted. I didn't want it to be the Inquisitors as the main main antagonist. I wanted it to be Vader because he's the greatest of all time. Why wouldn't you want him to be taking over the show here? And he did. He uh, he made quite the entrance. Yeah, it's, it's cool to see Obi-Wan um, trying to keep up with Darth Vader. He can see how out of shape he is and not ready for this battle. He's got to back, get back in playing shape. He's been out of the game for a while here. Um, his, his lightsabing uh, skills definitely definitely could use some tuning, but but he's getting there. We, we trust him. Do we? Or do we trust Anakin? Or do we trust little Leia even more? Gotta trust little Leia. For sure. Or I'm actually I'm actually kind of in, intrigued by because everyone's talking about how this is like Hayden Christensen's big redemption on, on Star Wars. I'm just kind of trying to figure out what his role actually is. is he, I mean, he just seems like he's kind of like a walking simulator currently because obviously it's We've, we're confirmed with James Earl Jones doing the voice still, which of course it has to be, but I'm just kind of curious to see if, if they do anything with, with Hayden himself. Cause it could just be anybody walking around in the suit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the original, uh, I forgot the, I, I forgot the actor's name who actually was, I guess, the playing the suit of Vader while James Earl Jones was the voice. Um, I believe originally they tried like a Scottish accent and it did not work out whatsoever. It was terrible um, when the original Star Wars came out. But yeah, I- I'm very confused as why people are saying, oh, this is Hayden's like big redemption. Cause I guess usually when the, when the prequels first came out, they weren't like very well liked by a lot of people. Well, they weren't well liked by critics. And then fans were kind of divisive, but it's like, I mean, Gosh, the first one came out in, was it 1999? I believe I was like maybe eight, nine years old. I didn't care. I just wanted to go see a new, I just wanted to go see a Star Wars movie. Like episode one was like my first, my very first Star Wars movie. I didn't watch four or five and six prior. Um, we didn't, we didn't have them growing up in the house. One of my friends had them, but 
I mean, we knew episode one was coming out and I was like, I knew that, you know, there was like a before story, but I was like, well, why am I starting at four when I can start at one and make my way through? So prequel baby. I mean, we're, we're both, I mean, we're both big, you know, when, when the, when the prequels first came out, but uh, for, as far as my initial reactions, yeah, I, I feel like, um, I think this is a nice progression. I first, you know, I, I know Devin had his worries about, you know, the Inquisitors being the main bad guy. I kind of knew going in that I believe Dave Filoni said that, you know, they wanted to make Vader to be the big bad of this, uh, six part series. But I'm really glad that, you know, on the top of, you know, start off in episode three, like that, that opening, it's, it's all there, you know, like Vader's, Vader's here, you know, we, we see a lot of um, we we see a lot of shots of them, and it's kind of like a newer, upgraded esque suit. I remember Hayden Christensen seems seems a little a little slimmer. Like, like yeah, thinned out. I mean, honestly, I, I don't blame them for that because it's like think about how many like different iterations of the same suit they have. And I think Hayden Christensen also said during an interview with BBC with him and Ewan that you know, um, it's it, it's like an upgraded you know for you know they don't want someone just getting into like a stuffy suit type situation, but it is really cool that we're actually having Hayden Christensen inside of the suits of Vader. Um, I really love his movements. Um, you know, like you said, James Earl Jones coming back to um, reprise the, the voice of Vader honestly wouldn't really be any other way. Um, I can't remember if he did it for star Wars rebels. I think there was somebody else. Uh, it sounded kind of the same, but you know, it's never sounded quite the same. But, you know, you, you hear that breathing and I, I just, I love the way that Vader speaks. He's so just, you know, he knows what he wants, that type of situation. And, you know, we, we kind of get a continuation of the story. Like I said, I think it's a nice, um, segue and nice progression from us going from like a broken Obi-Wan to finally, you know, Vader is here. Um, you know, in episode three, all throughout. And Obi-Wan just starts running away. He is just not ready. Would you run away or would you kneel? Would not kneel, that's for sure. But I think I, I would think, kneel. <laughs> I think running running definitely stalls out a little bit. It gives you a little bit of a chance. And, I, and it, it saved him. I, I, I don't want to give him the chance to even force choke me. Like, no. Like, I'm going to try to run away. He's just going to pull me back. So I might as well just join the dark side. You know? If I fail him, I fail. I'm, I'm dead either way. So I might as well buy myself a little bit more time by swearing my allegiance to him. <laughs> but what if what if you have the Force? What if you're a Jedi? Depends on how strong of a Jedi Obi Wan strong. Well, I mean, he's not very strong in this episode, but currently, no. <laughs> apparently, yeah, currently no, he's not. But yeah, overall, I I really do did enjoy this episode. It's very fear striking and just you know, it's a cool forty minutes, which is really really awesome. So those are just my uh, little thoughts there. You know, we get more of Leia, of course. Um, we get a nice little um, conversation, you know, more more justice for Padme and Anakin um, as actual Anakin. But we'll get into that here. I feel like we are getting into spoilers for a bit. But was there anything else you wanted to mention in the non-spoiler section before we go into spoilers? It's time to spoil. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That is your first spoiler warning for Obi-Wan Kenobi Episode 3 again. That is your second spoiler warning. So if you haven't seen it yet, I know it's really, really hard to kind of 
dodge these um <laughs> these episodes especially if you're on like social media whether it be instagram twitter facebook mainly instagram and twitter i would say more so instagram or no i'm sorry more so twitter and even reddit but hopefully you know you were able to walk into this episode blind as we were um i did log on to twitter earlier this morning right before and i saw someone use the obi-wan hashtag and I saw the, my God, the beginning. And then I just closed out. I was like, that was literally like the first thing that like came to my mind. But I mean, it kind of sucks, but like, I feel like if you really, if you really care much, this much about that show, I understand that everyone has, you know, at least different lives, everyone has different schedules, but like, I know it's hard, but I feel like you should probably not be on social media if, if you want if you if you don't want anything spoiled, I mean, it should be to the point where no one is spoiling it on social media. But unfortunately, that's not the case. So it's very um, it's very unfortunate that has to happen. But let's get into spoilers here. So we see a little bit of a ghost Anakin, you know, standing out in the desert of this new planet that Kamal Nanjani's character sent them to in order to get Leia home, and they kind of run into a bit of a. Um, a bit of a pickle, uh, which was actually a very tense as kind of moment. I didn't expect it to be that tense where, you know, they're, they're playing, uh, where, uh, Leia and Obi-Wan are playing this father, uh, daughter figure type situation. And, you know, things kind of go a little bit sideways. They play their cool for a bit, but, um, you know, they almost dropped the ball, but then they have that nice little recovery as well. Yeah. It was a great little. Little scene between them. Mm-hmm. You just see how much he really does miss Padme, and possibly, mm. perhaps, mm. had a bit more of a bit more of a crush on Padme than he let on before. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's what Anakin was sensing. Let's take a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Everyone has a crush on Padme. <laughs> but, hey, that's just not Obi-Wan, unfortunately. He is, even though he's close himself off from the Force, in a way, you know, he's still kind of, I, I guess he still honors the Jedi Code, at least this um, middle age Obi-Wan does. So Obi-Wan also had his own love interest in Star Wars The Clone Wars. Um, I am blanking on her name right now. But I believe she was the uh, leader of Mandalore at one point. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like it's been a while since I've seen the Clone Wars, but he did have a somewhat love interest. But it does seem that Obi Wan did have at least it, it may not have been romantic feelings. Just you know, it, it could have been just you know feelings of, of an old friend you know that who who has since passed because. Of what happened, but yeah, I I, I know what you mean. It, it, it can I can definitely see it on both sides for sure. So you know we get that nice little scene, but obviously, like I mean, the biggest part of this entire episode was you know Vader coming down to this planet, and I didn't think it was gonna be him. 
because, you know, we, we get that whole situation where they finally meet up with a person that they were supposed to, that Camille Johnny's uh, sent them to, you know, find on this planet. Yeah, undercover, undercover uh, empire. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you, what you would call it. Like I guess like official or something cop. like that. Yeah. Cop or some kind of like officer. Cause she had those, you know, those uh, Tarkin clothes on. Uh, for and then sure. we see they have like some kind of underground, like planetary system to transport Jedis, which is interesting. So, and, and we also have learned, you know, he's not the first Jedi who has uh, come to this planet. Uh, do you know the name of the planet? I do apologize. I'm not able to find it on my side. Um, I think it's a new planet. Yeah. Okay. So it is a new planet. Want to be something that? Did we you would... see who uh, who voiced the driver that picked them up? No. Oh wait, was that uh, Seth Rogen? It kind of sounded like it. And I, that's initially what I thought, but it was Zach Braff. Oh, he's um Florence Pugh's uh, boyfriend. I'm not sure if they still are, but at one point for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's that's interesting. Okay. But yeah, you know, like like we said before, I really love how again, you know, Deborah Chow's really. Paying homage to Padme because we don't talk about her enough, like at all, which really, really sucks. But, you know, she she is uh, a pretty big reason as to a lot of this happening <laughs> for sure. But uh, I, I got to say, I'm kind of glad we haven't gotten any like kid Luke besides that one small little uh, one small little scene, to be completely honest, just because it's like, I don't know. I It's this. Luke's cool. I just, I'm kind of tired of, you know, Luke appearing in like every single like Disney, um, you know, Star Wars, like TV show out there. So there, there is that, that weird Mark Hamill looking person that made an appearance in the, in the, um, I think it was the second episode. Oh, I did see that. <laughs> it looks a lot like Mark Hamill. It does. I mean, honestly, they're probably breaking continuity, but it's, you know, a lot of things are being retconned because, you know, Leia is asking about her father and her mother. And, you know, we really just don't get a lot of insight with Leia. Um, so I really like how they are able to kind of retcon a few things here and there. And I, I think retcons are totally fine. You know, when, when when it um when it warrants it but i i think it's been pretty great so far but um really quick before we close out here of course you know we, we got to talk about this this vader fight this the the uh the pre-match i guess you could say because vader this man drag, lit, dragged him through the flames lit this man up literally i was like he was <laughs> i love it how as soon as obi-wan comes in and he sees anakin he's like what have you become and he's like what you made me or something of that nature. And I was like, oh, yes. You should have yes. killed me when you had the chance. He should have. He should have. Classic line. That's one weird part about it being a prequel series, just in general. It's just, you just know that even though Obi-Wan's in the fire, like we've seen Alec Guinness, we know he's not going to be like mangled and burned. No. So it, it kind of takes away a bit of the like angst and like surprise of it, but it's, it was still very, very cool to see. Yeah, I yeah, and I think that goes back to like you know the whole retcon thing where like they're trying to retcon a few things, but obviously, I mean it for some reason you know he gets dragged through the fire, but his hair doesn't get caught on fire, so it's like that usually would have been can't like, lose that beard, can't lose the beard either. But it seemed like his his arm was like somewhat like badly burned, but yeah, Vader just and I love he's he's kind of like the boogeyman. He doesn't have to run, and I love Hayden Christensen's like movements as vader like it is somewhat robotic for sure um but it's not like too robotic which is what i really really appreciate you know he has some mobility it looks like for sure but 
Yeah, it, it was a great, great fight, man. I was like, you know, it's just a little taste of hopefully what is to come. But, you know, that, that kind of ends the episode there. Or actually, you know, he uh, Leia runs into um, the um, third sister, which I think she I think her performance in this episode, I like her performance better in this episode than in the other ones. It just felt like she was a bit too yelly. And by the way, screw you for anyone out there who is sending this woman death threats whatsoever. Uh, Moses Isley deserves way better. And you suck if you're you're no you're no Star Wars fan of mine. And you're no Star Wars fan of uh, Ewan McGregor as well because you put out that little video that was terrible. Like if if you don't like the character, that's fine. But do not attack the actor and or actress who is portraying that character because they're just doing their job. And we've seen this too much in Star Wars where people have been driven off the internet. Um, I believe the person who played um, Jar Jar Binks almost drove to take his own life. And that's not okay at all. And I, I absolutely hate it where it's like, yeah, it's, it's a Star Wars fandom. That's most known for this behavior. Yeah. Uh, don't be racist as you know, Star Wars there's like for, for a galaxy so big, you would think, of course, it's going to be different peoples of color, you know, different species, but it's like, anytime there's a woman or a person of color, Usually within Star Wars, who isn't who isn't um, Samuel Jackson? It's like it, it was because Samuel Jackson received no flack from from what I remember. I don't believe he received any flack whatsoever, and he had his own purple lightsaber, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> for sure, I know he was talking to Georgie about that one. Like he was like, "Can can I get like a purple lightsaber?" You know, like this is so. Yeah, um, don't be racist. When it comes to Star Wars, it's it's literally the worst fandom out there when it comes to toxicity. And yeah, that's all I have to say about that. So, uh, Devin, you ready to get into scores here? Let's do it. All right. So I'm actually going to go first here. Um, I definitely feel like this. Um, I mean, I, like I said before, I have enjoyed every single episode, but I think this is the first one. You, you know, we've all been waiting to see Vader. We finally see Vader. And he looks great. You know, Hayden Christensen's doing a great job. Personally, I don't think he needs to be redeemed. I think he did a fine job as Anakin. Again, another actor who was just doing what he was told. Um, and, you know, people kind of like hating his performance and whatnot, which I thought was completely unfair. <clears throat> um, overall, I'm just going to give this episode just probably just like a solid, like, probably like a solid 85 you know, like it's not a perfect episode and I wish we would have gotten a little bit more with Vader, but you know, it was only a 40 minute episode. Honestly, watching all these stranger things season four, I'm like, man, like everything else feels like 30 minutes now. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. A breeze. yeah. But honestly, stranger things four was a breeze. So it was, I was like, man, I'm not doing these run times whatsoever. But yeah, definitely like a solid 85 for me for episode three of Obi-Wan Kenobi. What about you, Devin? Yeah, I'll go like a solid 83. Just really entertaining episode. So that concludes our episode here of Obi-Wan Kenobi episode three. Um, if you haven't checked out our um, episode one and two review that is up on podcast platforms around the internet so definitely check that out. Also, um, so what's coming up on the pod and what we have been releasing? We're, we're kind of this is kind of a busy week for us to be completely honest. So if you have seen Stranger Things 
4, Volume 1, or even if you haven't, um, we did a non-spoiler slash spoiler episode that is up on the podcast. Uh, the initial reactions is like our non-spoiler talk, and we always go into non-spoiler talk before we talk spoilers. If it is a full, you know, non-spoiler episode, then I'll put in the title, you know, non-spoiler. But, you know, we, we kind of just wanted to kill two birds with one stone instead of making two separate uh, episodes for that. But definitely check out our Stranger Things 4 Volume 1 review that is up on podcast platforms around the internet and what's coming up on the podcast. Of course, we're going to be covering uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi all the way through. We have three more episodes left. I believe next week, um, is that next week? Yeah, I believe next week, Miss um, Marvel starts. So that also starts on Wednesdays. <laughs> so that's going to be a lot of fun. And of course, we're going to be covering the boys. I believe our review will be dropping this coming Friday on June 3rd, uh, the date of release of the first three episodes on Amazon Prime. Then we're going to be covering Umbrella Academy. Uh, season three as well, which doesn't hit um, doesn't hit Netflix until later on in June. But yeah, we have that coming up, and then of course, uh, I think we'll be covering some Jurassic World Dominion. I, I feel like we should talk about some dinosaurs, some some pre prehistoric talk there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And then of course, you know, we have um, not Starfield, Lightyear, Lightyear, <laughs> not Starfield. That's the name of a video game. We're Star Lord. Um, yes, Lightyear, we're going to be covering that, a few others, but, you know, one step at a time, for sure. But, you know, we've just been uh, trying to cover all the things that we would love to cover here on the podcast. So, and that pretty much covers it all. Uh, the last thing we ask is for people to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with the movie lover in need so we'll see you guys in the next few days and may the force be with you and that's a wrap for today thank you all for listening and if you enjoy the show leave us a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts and spotify and follow us on instagram and twitter to stay in the know that was Devin. my name is christian and we'll see you guys in the next one peace